0: You're listening to GlendaleCC.org and to the Glendale Christian KY podcast on iTunes. This week, Executive Minister Mike Bell brings us a message on new beginnings. Thank you for listening, and as always, we hope that this message encourages you in your walk to love and follow Jesus. Have a wonderful week. It's a pretty common experience. We come together here at the last Sunday of the year, and as we gather on the last Sunday of the year, and preparing to go from 2018 to 2019, and and there's a very common thing that everybody does, and they break them the next day, but they make resolutions. And uh, it, it, it's so common that people make New Year's resolutions. I had uh, Noah tell me a while ago that uh, Adam, he asked Daddy, he says, Daddy, what is the, your New Year's resolution? And Adam said, I'm going to do everything I can to make your mother the happiest woman on earth. And Eli said, "Dad, uh, Mom, what's your New Year's resolution?" And he said, "I'm going to do everything I can to help your dad keep his resolution." <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I, uh, uh, you know, what the number one New Year's resolution? Lose weight. lose weight, lose weight. It reminded me of Linda. Linda Cecil told me that Frankie was in on the scales and he would sucked his stomach in. And she said, Frankie, it doesn't do any good to suck your stomach in. And Frankie said, but I can't see the numbers unless I do. <laughs> true story, true story. We we come here today to end a year and begin another. And in my mind, I walking up here, I thought when, when I moved to Glendale, it was uh, a few years ago, it would be... 48 years ago and I got up these stairs a whole lot easier well they weren't even here stairs then but I could get up the stairs a whole lot easier than I do now and time changes a lot of things but a lot of things stay the same and and I want to talk to you today about how I want to suggest to you about some things that we might do to make 2019 a better year and uh just some common thoughts that we might share to make this a better year. And uh, I, the very great thing that I want to share with you, the very first thing is we've got to leave 2018. We've got to leave it. We can't, we can't hold on to it. We can't hold on to the ideas of it. We've got to leave it. And Paul gives us some very good instructions in Ephesians, or in Romans, when he talks. And do this. Understanding the present time, the hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is near now than when we first believed. The night's nearly over. The year's nearly over. The day's almost here. Paul's telling us, as we come from this year into a new year, now's the time to put Jesus Christ first in our life. Now's the time to refocus and redesign where we're going and what we're doing. And we all do that. So now's the time that we begin to refocus. And what are some of the things that we need to leave behind? And one of the things that I think that we need to leave behind is resentment. You know, the old adage says, forgive and forget. Well, you can't do that. That mindset is there. You, you might forgive, but you don't forget. But the thing that I want you to leave behind is the resentment that you carry with you. The resentment that is constantly nagging at you and placing uh, attitudes that you should not have. Be nice to your enemies. You made them. You made them. So look at them from the standpoint that God would. And look at them from the standpoint that that we are trying to understand where they're coming from. Be more understanding. Leave behind the resentment. You have all gone through life and you've picked out people you like and you don't like and you've picked up people you don't like for no reason at all. Leave it behind and move on. The second thing is I I want you to leave behind your worries. At home I have a trophy, the world's greatest worrier. I worry that I don't worry. You understand? I worry that I don't worry. I woke up at 3 o'clock this morning thinking, i got to preach. Oh. Lord, I got up and got sermons are Us and found a sermon and we went from there. No. At night, in the darkness of the night, I think of things that I did 70 years ago that I wish I didn't do. In the darkness of the night... I think of things that I'd wish I'd done that I didn't do. And why is it that our mind constantly brings those back into us and we worry about those? I want you to leave your worry behind. And I want to leave my worry behind. And I I want to really focus that, Jesus, you're in control. And, Father, I trust you, I know you, and I believe you, and there's no need to worry because I'm not changing a thing. I'm not changing a thing. It's just driving me nuts. And so don't worry. Don't worry. First Kings, but I think I, I put down Corinthians, the scripture Corinthians. Is that the next scripture up there, Tommy? Yeah. First Corinthians. It does not dishonor. This is from the 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, and it's the love chapter. And love doesn't dishonor others. And your love that Jesus Christ has given you does not not dishonor others. It's not self-seeking. It's not promoting yourself. It's not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with truth. When, when we leave some things behind, this is what we have, the love of Jesus Christ. And the love of Jesus Christ is saying that you don't dishonor other people by loving them. You don't talk down to other people if you truly and honestly love them. You, you, you don't keep score of all the things that people said and done and you've marked them up. You don't do that. You leave that behind and move on. What I'd like for you to picture is that we're in a circus and you are the trapeze artist and you are on this trapeze and you're swinging across to the next trapeze. What do you got to do? You got to grasp it, don't you? You got to take hold of the next. And to take hold of the next, what do you got to do? Let go of the last one. That's what 2000 18 is your trapeze. You got to get let go of it. It's over. In 48 hours, 2018 is history. 2019 is here. And we take hold of it and we begin again and we grab hold of that future. And that's what I want you to do is grab hold of the future. And as you grab hold of the future, you realize that As I grab that future, man, there are certain things that I'm really wanting to do. You know, this past week has been a horrible week for me. I had a funeral of a 36-year-old girl. I had a computer program that crashed that contains all the finances of church. I I talked to the computer uh, wizard. He says, you never lose it. It's there. So he came and he went through and he looked and he looked and he looked. Well, I finally found it. Every check that I've written or that has been written by the church this year, every check to the missions, to uh, to uh, the light bill, has gone over and put itself in the youth minister's file. So I looked and how could I switch all that? You know, I... I And so one by one, I had to go through all 11,732 checks that were written last year and switch them from the youth minister to Cecilia Bank. And each one of them took a four-item process, and I'm not done. I'm not done. But it is there. And you know, when I was a young man, they said computers would change the working hour to 20 hours a week. And I found them to compound it even more, even more. You see, things are a little different today. In Ephesians, the fifth chapter, the Ephesians, it says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil therefore do not be foolish but understand what the Lord's will is let's grab hold of the future understanding that the days that we can't be foolish in them that we have to be wise wise as serpents and that we make the best use of them because as we grab hold of the future there's a few things that we need to know And the first thing that we need to know is that our time is limited. It says that uh, Scripture says that we live 70 years or 80 years if we're healthy. And then it says that, uh, but all the time is filled with trouble and sorrow. The years quickly pass, and then we are gone. I was thinking about that, and I, I read an article this past week, and it said the average man's life, male life, is 70 years. The average female life is 80 years. That was supposed to happen in my life, but it didn't happen. And the the most tragic thing that ever happened is the loss of Sharon. And I, I couldn't make it without you all. And so I want to tell you, and I want to remind you that she passed away five years ago this coming Friday. And those days, we were married 49 and a half years, and those days seemed just a breath. The Scripture says that life is just like a breath on a cold day. It just disperses. It's gone. And I got to thinking about that, and I got to thinking, Adam Adam is going on a trip. Now, he's here today. He, uh, he just wanted to punish me for being bad, for losing that program, so that's why I'm preaching. But uh, uh, Adam, he asked me to preach when he goes on vacation the 20th of January, and the 20th of January is a national holiday because it's my birthday. I, I expect cake and all that. <laughs> and when it, when I was thinking of this, and I was thinking of, how time is limited, and it'll be my 74th birthday. And that reminded me of the Scripture, that means that I have 387 days left. <laughs> if that's what the Scripture and, and if there's a clock. But you know, that also means that I have lived two, 27,628 days. And I've had an opportunity to serve God and witness 27,624 days. And I'm going to do all I can as long as I live to make Jesus Christ priority in my life, in my home's life, and in my lives, or in the lives of those that I come in contact with. It's important that Jesus Christ, though our days may be limited and our time may be limited, Jesus Christ is telling you, Jesus Christ is encouraging you, Jesus Christ is saying, use these days wisely. And not to get overloaded and not to get bogged down with trying to do everything for everybody with everything. One of the easiest things for us to do is to get bogged down. The American Medical Journal says the average doctor should read 200 articles a month to keep up with the changing times of medicine. That means he'd have to read 30 articles every day. If he had to do that and he did that, he wouldn't have time to see or have patients. You can't keep up with everything and you can't keep up with everything. Ecclesiastes simply reminds us there's a season and don't get overloaded by trying to cram everything in there. God has planted you there. Grow and do some planning while you're there. Plant some good words. Plant the news. Just share Jesus Christ wherever you go. Because Jesus said, if I be lifted up. I'll draw all mankind to you. The scriptures that we have read and every thought has reminded us that Jesus Christ needs to be the priority of your life in 2019 and every day forth. Amen? Jesus Christ needs to be not a priority, but the priority of your life. In all your actions and in all your things, you glorify Him. You glorify Jesus So don't get overloaded with trying to do everything. And the scripture said, the will of God that is in you. What is the will of God? Well, I'd like for you to write down the will of God is F-A-T. The will of God is for all of you to be F-A-T. Now, what is that? I want you to write down that God wants you to be, first of all, faithful. Faithful. Faithful to his word, faithful to his example, faithful to him. Faithful to Jesus is doing what Jesus would do in every step, in every walk, in every conversation, in every corner of your life. Faithful. Be faithful to your church. Adam's new sermon series is going to be, I love my church. I'm excited. I haven't seen the t shirt. I'm excited to see it. Uh, I'm excited to hear his messages. But if we're faithful, then we're going to be saying, Lord, here I am. Here I am. And that brings us to the second letter, A, available. I'm available. Adam asked you all to uh, fill out a form that you want to be a part of a Bible study or that you will host a Bible study. The word that we need today is available. Lord, here I am and I'm available to serve. If everyone was in the church and if everyone responded like I did, what kind of church would we have? I'm available, Lord. Because I faithfully see that Jesus Christ loved me. When we partook of communion a moment ago, we partook of a piece of bread that reminded us that Jesus loved us and died on the cross. We took of a cup that reminded us his blood washed to cleanse me. I'm a sinner, and I need that cleansing. And Jesus Christ says, my blood's available, but you have to come and get it. And I say, Jesus, because your blood's available and because it flows into me through the transfusion of Jesus Christ, I'm available to do your service. And the last thing that he says to me is, Michael, be teachable. I love the scripture says, he that hath an ear, let him hear. You hear me? You hear what I'm saying? How many of you ever had that said to you? You listening? That's what Jesus is saying. Are you listening? Are you hearing? Is your mind open in receiving the word of Jesus Christ that you hear him and that you're listening to him and you're growing in him? When the Scripture talks about walking with Christ, I love it. It's saying, I'm walking with Christ. That means I'm making progress. I'm swinging from one trapeze to another. I'm making progress. I might be a failure in some things, and we do leave our failures behind also. I left that one out. But we move on. We move on. We move on. And the only person that is not a failure is the person who never tried. The only person that's not a failure is the person that never tried. I read the American Standard Bible for study. But when I wanna sit down and just read the Bible for enjoyment and peace, I read the paraphrase, the message by Presbyterian preacher Eugene Peterson. I truly love reading Eugene Peterson's works. I enjoy it. And as a conclusion to the message today, I think Paul is writing to us about our life. Paul's talking to us about being fat, And I'm not talking about size. I'm talking about faithful, available, teachable. And Paul's talking to us on the last day of the year. And he's saying to you, whatever your name may be, he's saying to you, Michael, I want you to read the words. And these words are very simple. Make sure that you don't get so absorbed and exhausted in taking care of all your day to day obligations, that you lose track of the time and doze off, oblivious to God. The night is about over, the year's about over, the new year's about to break. Be awake and aware of what God's doing. We can't afford to waste a minute. Must not squander these precious daylight hours in frivolity or indulgence, in sleeping around or in bickering or in grabbing everything in sight. Isn't that real? Isn't that what we're seeing today? That this scripture is so relevant. It's talking that we can't waste these hours. Get out of bed. Get dressed. Don't loiter and linger. Waiting to the last minute. Dress yourselves in what? Dress yourselves in. Dress yourselves in Christ. And then be about the work while you can. Your days are numbered, brothers and sisters. This year has ended. And God is giving you a new chance. And God is giving you an opportunity. And God is saying, I want you to discover 2019. And I want you to discover great things. Adam says 2019 is going to be a great year for Glendale Christian. 2019 is going to be a great year to grow. 2019 is going to have opportunities to be blessed. 2,000 opportunity is going to have great opportunities to bless. Don't squander your time. Don't waste the opportunities. God wants to give you a do-over. Let's do 2019 in his name. Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for this past year. We thank you for the victories. We hurt for the losses. We thank you for the opportunities that we grasp. And we pray, Father, that we have a good sense to grasp the opportunities in the year to come. Help us not to squander our time with squabbling and bickering. Help us to be positive Help us to get out of bed. Help us to keep moving for Jesus Christ. And help us in everything we do that Jesus Christ be glorified. It's in his name that we pray. It's in his name we've gathered in this house this day. Now let's go make a difference for Jesus. 2019 is a new leaf, a new opportunity, a fresh stream to make great things for Jesus. In his name we pray, amen.